mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. <laughs> that, wow, okay. <laughs> that was a very abrupt hi. Hi. Well, thank you all so much for being patient with us. Uh, life has been chaotic to say the least. Would you agree, Danielle? Oh yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> and it's not they know the drill. And They've heard it before. Right, and it's not changing very much anytime soon. But we promised this episode, and Danielle and I were very excited to do this episode because we have not sat down. Like, this is weird to us right now, mm-hmm. sitting, recording, because it's been so long. But it's all good, so no worries. We just wanted to make sure we got this episode out as planned and promised. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah no i i i just feel like we haven't done this like i'm so out of me too practice. i so feel out of, so out of practice yeah and when we don't do it for a little while like i feel my whole rhythm is off like in life i feel like if i haven't podcasted and i'm <laughs> right. gonna do the interviews and stuff and recently you've been so incredibly busy especially with putting out the ebook and everything that i was doing some of the interviews by myself and it's still podcasting, but it's completely different. Yeah. 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 Whole new side of things. Uh, but things are good. So we're not complaining. We're just saying, hey, we no promised this. No, no one's complaining. We, uh, actually, I wanted to say, well, I wanted to say two things. Okay. First thing I wanted to say was to everyone who uh, supported us in the launch of our ebook, I don't know how much people understand the behind the scenes of what went on with the ebook. Um, it was truly a labor of love. It was like such a testament to our partnership, you and me, Adam, mm-hmm. I think, like with between the writing and the putting it together. And we didn't hire an agent. We didn't hire a publisher. We didn't hire a marketer. We did it all ourselves. Uh, and everyone was so incredibly supportive. And it was just a successful launch. And we're so grateful to everybody who supported us. So thank you. Mm-hmm. To all of you, um, any of you who have not purchased the date night book, the feedback we're getting is incredible. I've gotten messages that have said, like, I have been trying to get my husband to talk seriously about me opening a bakery for five years and he never has. And now we just sat down and talked about actually opening one. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know this. That's yes. pretty cool. Yes. Um, I've gotten ones, you know, we've gotten tons that said that it led to the best sex of their lives, mm-hmm. which communication is lubrication so yes if you want the best sex of your lives go buy the date night questions well but we don't guarantee that (laughs) that is not a guarantee uh but so many amazing things if you are doing the date night questions send us pictures send us videos send us feedback we love nothing makes my week more all right great 
Yeah. Oh, and the second thing I want to say. Yeah. This episode is called the guilt episode revisited or right. or part or two part two yeah. or whatever. Um, if you did not like the first guilt episode, <laughs> <laughs> did people not like it? Well, I, I, what I was going to say is, you know, if you're here to, we're going to revisit it, which means we're going to talk about it. So if your if your review or your message to me is going to be, you need to get over it, then you didn't understand <laughs> the intention of the episode. Which means you should probably leave now. Uh, or it means you should buy the shirt that says Team Adam. We do need to get those. <laughs> Team Adam. That Team was Danielle. like episode three or yeah, something that we were talking about that. Team Adam or but, Team But Danielle. to tell Danielle to get over it, yeah, Team Adam. No, there's no, <laughs> no, we are a team. Yes, we are. We are Team Danielle and Adam. Uh, yeah, so well, I just want to say, if, you, if you're going into this anything other than you want to hear the follow-up to the story. You want, even if you just want to be entertained and like you think we suck and you're like, woohoo, don't, you still don't need to send me a message saying like <laughs> you suck. Okay. We, okay. That's fine. Well, saying that we were a team, that's a testament to what this episode is all about, which I think is, I don't know if you meant to say that or not, but that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we're, you know, yes. team Adam, but, but we can still have team Danielle and team Adam. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, uh, so th- I do want to say that this is this episode is going to be a few different parts. I'm speaking with a new microphone. It feels really weird. Is it too high? It's really big. Low, big. It's very yeah. big. I don't know. Uh, so I just want to say, like, this episode is it's going to be all kinds of things. You know, people who've listened since the beginning, first of all, thank you, or even since episode 31, which was the original guilt episode over two and a half years ago. Um, you know, it's it, this is something that is part of our lives now. Um, but also, I think that there's a lot of positivity that's going to be said also. So yeah. I just want, I don't want anybody to think this is just an episode about moving on. And I don't want anybody to think this is just an episode about, you know, being caught in the past. It's like a little bit of both, in my opinion. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I I don't know if we're going to end up in a fight after this one or not. No, I think the mental load was more of a contentious. Yeah, but I mean, the guilt episode was, that was pretty intense. Right. And, you know, if this leads back to, you know, past feelings or, you know, bringing up things that we haven't thought about, not that we both haven't it thought will. about anything in a while. Right. And there may be a reveal in the episode mm. that you're not aware of. <laughs> uh, you know I, what? Maybe. There might be Ma- reveals that should be made also that, that I was going to bring up because I don't, yeah, there should be because I know there's more reveals. I know there's more than the story that just happened. But um, but I was going to say something else and now I can't remember what it was. Fuck. So I did not surprise you by saying that? That there's no. something that I have that I have here that possibly you didn't oh, know no, about. Oh no, because I still have many unanswered questions. Okay, I think that. I and I think I have the answers. It doesn't equal seven hundred dollars. Yes. Oh, okay, then that's good. So we'll, we'll get, get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 I was going to fuck pause it because I was going to say something and now I can't remember what it was. You're not pausing. It. No, I'm not pausing it. Just what do you think? I don't remember what I was going to say. All right, should we I, keep I don't going? know if COVID, I didn't have COVID that I know of, but like even just the COVID lifestyle has done this to me. I cannot extract words from my brain. Well, it's funny you say that because you know, I, you, 
me all day working in a retail environment, I wear a mask all day and the mask doesn't make you just, you know, a little bit harder to breathe or a little bit harder to speak. Like you can't think you can't, you know, right. react. You yeah, can't, I get that. It, it just, it takes all of your senses away. Well, I just made an appointment for Mia. You know, if anybody listened to the episode with her and Chloe Hayden, you know that she's getting evaluated for autism. And um, the wait for her to get evaluated for autism was so long. It's like a three-month wait because they can only do one person at a time in their office, in their doctor's office, because when you're getting evaluated for autism, you can't wear a mask because you have to show your facial expressions and everything. They need to see mm -hmm. what's going on in your reactions in your face. So, um, yeah, so it's just like it just goes to show how much you don't see when you're wearing a mask. They're, you know, so they they say we're masked, but she cannot be. So <laughs> it's actually pretty funny because that that. That makes me think of like, you know, I, I mess around with my customers every once in a while. Like I know a lot of people and I, you know, I'm sarcastic and I'm, you know, my personality comes out, but with the mask on, it doesn't come out the right way. So I say things sometimes that if you could see my facial expressions, they come out one way. Right. It's but like when a you sarcastic thing. They're like, you know, dumbfounded a little bit. Mm -hmm. and It's yeah. This whole well, now the CDC says, yes, so are you going to stop wearing a mask at work? We cannot because we are in New Jersey and Governor Murphy has not oh, yet okay. lifted. So th that's a federal thing, but Got states it. have the rights to choose, you know, because New Jersey, we're so densely populated. We have, we have a different situation. So, uh, okay. So what was the first question I asked you getting into the guilt episode? Did you, first of all, I wanted to ask you, did you listen back to the first guilt episode? I didn't and I won't. Me too. Ever. Me first, too. Well, I, Me I, too. I don't listen to any episodes and I won't listen to that one the most, which means nothing because I'm just Well, not you listen to, to all our episodes because you edit them. Uh, I, I try not, but, but I do at the time of release. So I don't like, I don't, I don't go back. I haven't listened to any of our past episodes, you know, today mm -hmm. only when the weekend of when we're releasing them. So I don't remember 95% of what we've talked about <laughs> on too. our episodes. Right. So, uh, no, I will not listen to it. Me I don't want to listen to it. I've, we I lived it. I remember enough about it. Yeah. It's enough for me. Yeah, me too. And I'm sleeping okay these days. So yeah, don't want to go there. Well, you're about to go there. No, now we're going to go there. Yeah, yeah. but I, I didn't listen either. I kind of felt like I lived it. I remembered a lot of what I said. Um, I couldn't go back and listen. I listened to the end, and for some reason, things were okay while it was ending. Maybe because we had a lot of cocktails or mm -hmm. something, but like we were kind of playing down the situation a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe because we... You know, I remember we took a break. During oh, the episode, yeah. we took a long break. We had a big cry and a big talk and a big, you know, mm -hmm. so I think we kind of, you know, hashed things out a little bit, you know, during the episode. So I think we ended on an okay note. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Maybe. But much more than that, not so much. All right. So I, you were asking about our thoughts about doing this episode. I want to hear your response first, how you felt about doing this revisit to the guilt episode. Uh, well, I, my first feeling is overwhelmed. I feel very overwhelmed right now. You just looked at my notes and were like, holy shit, it looks like I have a novel. Yeah, like this could be our next ebook. This could be our next ebook. <laughs> From right. what you wrote for the notes for this episode. Yeah, and this was nothing compared to what I wanted to write. Um, yeah, I, overwhelmed. Um, 
my main my my overall theme for this episode is that none of us talk enough about the instances that we feel hurt by and we feel um, have changed us. And I think that's a lot about that's a lot of society that tells us that there's a time limit on how long you're supposed to grieve and how long you're supposed to mourn, you know, and not that, you know, in a lot of religions and everything, you know, in New Judaism, it's, you know, you sit Shiva for seven days, you, you for a year, you're supposed to wear, I don't know, I don't know how long a month you wear the pin. I don't know what the exact. I think it's a week, maybe. I don't know. But there's all these lengths of time, right, that are set out. For mourning, and and I'm not comparing this to death or anything, but there is a sense of mourning in finding out that the life that you've been living and the person that you knew and everything like that is not what you thought it was, and and I'm so sick of time limits, and um, and that's very controversial as I've I've found since the first episode. One of the you know one of the biggest feedback or pieces of feedback that I get is you need to get over it. And, you know, th- that is a bit of feedback that I get in a in a sea of support and everything. So I don't want to minimize all the support. It's been amazing. And it's the only thing that lets me do these episodes. But there is a sense of you need to get over it. Your time limit has expired it's time to move on. And I call bullshit on that. Is there a um, specific amount of time that you're supposed to, you know, quote unquote, mourn over a, a, a tra- tragedy? A, a, a something that happens within your relationship that's, you know, as devastating as what happened with us. Like, is there a specific amount of time that's supposed to be the normal amount of time to get over it? I think people just think you're supposed to get over it, that it's supposed like to... Like, immediately. Just eventually. like, like no, if I came to you and said, hey, this happened, and you would say, oh, that sucks, we talked for 20 minutes, and then you get over it? Not for that. Um, I certainly think that there are some things that we've gotten over very quickly and that, you know, we've been able to move on from. I don't think this is something that I will ever get over. Um, well, me too, by the way. Okay. Just... But I think it's also important to, you know, we have, we talk more than most couples because we have a podcast. Mm -hmm. We we talk, you know, uh, very like seriously and intimately on many, many issues. So it seems like maybe this is something that we've spoken about many times over the years. It is not. We have not revisited this issue many times. It has been in my mind many times, but I... It's funny because my I'm seeing a new therapist like as of last, I don't know, four or five months. And I realize now what a therapist really is supposed to be. She's amazing and I'm in love with her. Um, And she recently asked me, you know, about um, a lot that went on and everything. And the thing that I said to her was that it's so interesting because you would think that you and I had spoken so much about it. And that's not the truth. The truth is that we spoke about it during that episode. And and then we not we did not really sit down and speak about it again. What we did was we did the work. Right? We did the Yeah, we had like a 5-minute conversation maybe the next morning. 
and that was kind of it. But uh, yeah, I, I, we, we did the work to try to get over it and try to move on from it. Maybe not get over it, but yeah, but but reestablish our relationship and transform mm-hmm. it. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Um, for doing this episode for me, like I was just saying before, you know, when I said me too, because, you know, I relive this shit in my mind all the time, four or five nights a week when I'm going to that, sleep. That stuff? Yeah, all the time. I'm, I I'm would thinking about never this stuff know that. All the time. Like, uh, it doesn't keep me up at night. I'm not trying to say that it's, you know, haunting me forever. I, I know it's not the worst thing in the world I could have ever done, but it's not something that was me. I've never done things like this before. And I was just going through this period that, you know, drove me to that for whatever the reasons were. I probably spoke about it in that episode, but I don't remember because I didn't listen back to the episode. <laughs> but that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm really being hard on myself because I did something to hurt you and I did something to hurt myself. Because that's just not the kind of person that I am. Mm-hmm. So Doing this episode, you know, it's not reliving things again because I think about it all the time. So it's not bringing back memories that I forgot were there because they're there for me all the time. Um, But I think it's really important uh, for people to hear this because if they listen to the guilt episode, what we've done to move on from that, not forget, but move on and, and the things that we have accomplished since the guilt episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I certainly think that two things can happen. I, I, I think two things can happen. I think that you can always remember the past and, and we relive so much from our past. Why when it comes to partners and, and betrayal in a relationship and everything, are you supposed to forget what really like so many of us we live with, we love our parents, but we're pissed at our parents. Mm-hmm. We love our, you know, uh, people, our friends in our lives, but we have stuff that we're pissed at them about. Like, I think we live so many dichotomies all the time. And that's what being human is, right? Like, you know, both can be true. You can be angry at somebody for what they did and also really, really love them and admire them and think they're wonderful people. I, I just think that's part of being human and you know the difference with what we went through which I hope if people are listening and and their partners and they're uh, in you know in a relationship that that they will learn from it is that we did something with it and and I don't know how we did that you know I just had a friend over the other day who said to me how'd you do it how did you know that you guys would be the couple who could do a podcast like this and it would be successful. And, you know, we're in some ways like the poster children or the poster adults for what can come of adversity and what could come, you know, that we, we put it all out there and we, we humiliated ourselves to some degree and great things came from it. She's like, how'd you know? And I, my answer is that, Somehow I knew that because of who we were and how open we were and how self-deprecating we were and everything, that we could be those people. That doesn't mean that you, that needs to be your role when you're recovering from whatever, you know, or healing from whatever you went through, but you can do something with it. I I also wanted to say that, look, 
<laughs> I'm not condoning what I did in any way, but because of what happened, we are so much better now. Absolutely. If, I wouldn't change it for the world. If that never happened, I don't know if we'd be still married. A hundred percent. And I'm not saying. And we wouldn't have this podcast and we wouldn't the, have this so community. So many reasons. Yes. It got us talking together. It got us communicating. It got us understanding it each other. It changed our life. So I'm not saying go out and do something stupid so you have something to talk about. If you're, you know, <laughs> if you need to talk to your partner in any yeah. way, that's not what you're supposed to do. But for us, for our situation, had this not happened, I don't think we'd be together. And I can say that about so many couples. I want to say that. Can we pause it? Because yeah. I have to pee. So and do I. I know we have to do <laughs> ads. Yeah, we have to do a break. Okay. All right. So we'll be right back with... Uh, More guilt. Sure. We love guilt. <laughs> I just learned a new fact today that's a little bit intimidating. It usually takes women at least 13 minutes to achieve orgasm during sexual activity. So guys, don't stress about having to go multiple times to satisfy your woman. Promescent has been the leading brand working to close the orgasm gap with their incredible doctor-recommended products, especially their delay spray. Their delay spray is used by over 500,000 men and partners saw a 50% increase in orgasms when their male partner used the spray. Promescent also has amazing lubricants, supplements, condoms, massage oils, everything to take your intimate experience to the next level. Over 2,200 urologists recommend Promescent. Now, you can enjoy all the sensations of sex without holding back or worrying about finishing too soon. Visit this episode's description to get the link and get an exclusive 15% off your order. Promescent doesn't require a prescription and comes in completely discreet packaging. It's time for us all to start talking about the orgasm gap because there are ways that we can all make sex better between ourselves and our partners. And that's where Promescent comes in. Again, visit our episode description or visit our Friday 5 email this week to get the link and get your 15% off your first Promescent order. If you're tired of the same old puzzle games, start playing Best Fiends now. With Best Fiends, the fun really never ends. There are literally thousands of levels to play and tons of cute characters to collect. Best Fiends challenges your brain with fun puzzle levels, but it's a casual game so it doesn't stress you out. And that's so important right now. What's so great about Best Fiends is that anyone, any age can play. I'm always having constant competitions with my nine-year-old son who can get to the higher level, who can collect more of these fun, cute characters. He is always showing off to me when he progresses ahead of me in the game. It's really fun. We get to spend this time together. So trust me, you don't want to miss out on this game. So join me and millions of people who are already playing this fun puzzle game. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play today. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. One of the reasons I really wanted to do this episode is because I want people to know that if you don't love being pregnant or you're struggling or you're feeling alone about it, that it's okay. And I think that we don't talk about that enough. When I was pregnant, there were so few resources, except for people around me who honestly had very different experiences than me being pregnant and some books that I absolutely could never relate to. I would have benefited so much from an app and platform like Ovia. I love researching for our podcast. It's one of my favorite parts of being a podcaster. And for episodes like this, I do so much research because I truly want to find the best for our listeners. And I'm really so excited to share Ovia, a digital health company that uses mobile technology to help women and families have healthier lives. 
Ovia Health has pregnancy, fertility, parenting apps, and they're all free and have helped millions of women and families on their fertility, pregnancy, and parenting journeys. Ovia's mobile apps use data-driven science to provide their community with health insights, resources, and the confidence you need to achieve your personal health and parenting goals. People at every stage of the journey from preconception through pregnancy and parenthood. They believe that support and expert care should be available for every single person experiencing any of these oftentimes uncertain stages of life along the journey to create a healthy, happy family. And these apps and the amazing information they provide are available at any moment of the day to answer questions and help you feel safer and more secure. We could all use that. Download Ovia Fertility, Ovia Pregnancy, or Ovia Parenting by visiting info.oviahealth.com slash marriage. Don't worry, we're going to put that in the episode description, and I'll have it on Instagram and our Friday Five this week, or head to the App Store and search for Ovia Health. It's a no-brainer, and it's free. We can all use all the support we can get, and I'm so in love with this company and this platform. Go check out Ovia Health, O-V-I-A. I want to talk a little bit about what you just said about how um, that you're you're not sorry it happened, and I'm not either. I, you know, no, I am sorry it happened. Right, right, that came out, but wrong. it was beneficial for us in a weird way. It was, and in our relationship, you know, it wasn't like this happened in our relationship until that was so great, and then this happened. I, I was blindsided for sure. But we always had so many issues. It wasn't like it was some amazing, you know, we do have an amazing love story and I don't want to minimize that, but it wasn't a flawless, you know, uh, imperfect, you know, a perfect love story. It was flawed and imperfect. It was a, a shit show love story that I love all aspects of. Um, but other people would be like, what the fuck are these two doing together? Because that, that was a little bit of our, our shtick and, and always has been that we are two really flawed humans who <laughs> really love each other and come together and create this chaotic energy. Um, and it's everything I love and everything that has gotten us into trouble. It's both of those things. Mm-hmm. And if you're not feeling the both of those things if you're not like I knew as much as what we went through was awful and I hated it and I was I hated you for a little bit and I hated us for a little bit I knew that other side of us and and if you have that other side you know it's salvageable Um, and that's the difference is that I knew it was salvageable I knew we could channel it into something else well that it's interesting because I didn't and I, I guess I knew you would. And that's why you came up with this podcast idea. Because without that, this probably would not have happened. And we would not be together and not have, you know, because this got us talking about things and bringing us back to who we are. Did you think about leaving me? Sure. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, can you, can you uh, like... <laughs> no, I'm serious. Elaborate? Yeah, please. I, I <laughs> want you to elaborate. And, and I, you know, because... I listen, this didn't come out of nowhere and, and I don't blame us fully. I think there's a whole lot of stuff and there's some stuff that people don't know that's just ours that will always be just ours because we can't share everything. Like we need to have a little bit of our own stuff. Um, 
and you're at a family business and we have families and we have other stuff in our lives that involves other people. So we, we have to be careful about what we share sometimes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the big stuff is out there. Right. So can you just elaborate on why you were thinking about leaving? Yeah, I think a lot of it was just selfish. Like I wanted, I I I, I just wanted to escape. I wanted to get away. This, it's not in any way how I feel today. It was that time like my, my dad was dying and I was not happy in my own house and I was not happy with you for whatever reasons. And um, we talked about that, I think, in a lot of episodes, right? Or did we talk about it in the guilt episode? I'm not even sure. About why you The reasons that I was escaping and leaving and all of that. Well, we talk about some of the finance stuff that you felt like you blamed me for a lot of the finance stuff. No, it wasn't just that. But even, you know, part of this was, you know, you were always upset with me because you thought I didn't do enough. I was always upset with you because I didn't think you did enough. Like there was just that whole combative thing that we had going on. Mm -hmm. And I was just so like, I don't want to do this. And like I said, it was just this. Rather than thinking about how can I work on this with you, it was like, I got to go. Like, I got to get out of here. So my escaping was leading to like, do I need to be in this marriage? Do I want to be in this marriage? Well, do you think you had ever really worked on anything in your life? Because for me... Worked on what? Anything. Like, literally anything. Uh, You mean emotionally? I mean anything. I mean, had you really, and, and me too. I, I, I'm, I'm talking about myself too. I mean, I had gone through the OCD stuff, which was huge. I mean, that really made me grow up. If anybody listens to this week's episode, that you grow up real fucking fast when you're dealing with a, a severe mental illness, you know, because you, you are like, you and reality are, you are in it, man. But still, a lot of what had come to us had come to us pretty easily. So I think there was a, a an issue of we had to work at something and we're both kind of a shit show. And if you have to work at it, just no, just leave, just go, just be done with it. And yeah. I think a little it's bit easier to just say, Hey, of course, see you later. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. And listen, it, yeah, it's really, it's also hard to leave, you know, especially if you don't know where you're going or don't know where your income's coming from. Or I mean, well, for me, it was easy to leave. Yeah. If I wanted to leave you, that's right. easy. And I also sometimes questioned the fact that like I sometimes thought that I forced you into having kids and forced you into getting married. And there was a little bit of that. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to live a single life. And a lot of what you were doing was indicative of that. The going to Atlantic City, the gambling with your money, the spending on nice things. All of these things were sort of like, fuck, I kind of cornered him into let's get married and have a family. Well, it's true. I mean, I did not have the college experience, not blaming anybody but myself. You know, I did not have the single lifestyle. Never happened for me. You know, like I literally went from high school to college for six months and came home and went to work. You know, did, did not graduate college. Right, uh, and you, you stayed at your parents' house. I stayed house. at my parents' house. I did not live, I didn't live in the city. I didn't live anywhere else. I lived at my parents' house. And when I finally found that place on my own, you, we, we were dating. Correct. And you forced me, number one, to move in with me. 
and then you forced me into marriage, and then you forced me to having kids. And so, like, all these things that you were saying was yes. And I'm saying forced me, you know, obviously, you know, I have a mind of my own, and I could have made a decision. But, you know, I I saw a future with you, and I knew that we were supposed to have a, I was supposed to have a future yeah. being married and having kids and having a job. And I had all that happening, so I went with it with whatever you were saying. So uh, I I think so many years later, I kind of looked back and was like, fuck, mm-hmm. I never had this experience. And I'm a little bit pissed off about how my marriage is going right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, I, 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 I want to have this. That's not fair. Yeah, I, I definitely, what I realize now, I didn't realize in the first guilt episode, it took some time. Um, things that I realized now that I, I certainly did was I had a, a life plan and I fit you into that life plan and I you molded me into that I life molded plan. you yes. into that life plan. I really did. I molded you into that life plan. I was like, I want to be married by this age. I want to have kids. I want to and and a little bit. A little bit when we got engaged, our parents sort of were like, okay, you're engaged. You should get married within a year. And Right. There's a timeline of when you're time, supposed to do things. Exactly. Yeah. We and met, so, and two years later, we should be engaged, and two years later, we should be married, and Right. Whatever. I don't think it's as much like that anymore, but it was certainly. And I had the idea, and again, had you said this to me at episode 31, which was two and a half years ago, I would have been like, fuck you. You could have said no. But I definitely was like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I don't care what you think. Right. I want to be a stay-at-home mom, and I'm going to do that. And all of those things, while I don't think they warranted where you, what you did, I do see how you felt like it wasn't a full partnership. Yeah, I yeah, I wanted to get into this too, which was about, you know, what led me to getting into this lifestyle of, you know, on my own where, you know, I had all of those things that we just talked about in my mind and, you know, the kids were in your stay at home mom. The kids are in school all day. This is pre pandemic and the kids are in school all day. And I know, you know, you had time to yourself at least a couple hours to just do whatever the fuck you want, either sleep or relax or read or whatever. And I never had any of that ever. And I wanted some time to myself. So it started out as just, you know what? I'm going to stop for dinner after work and come home. How's that? Yeah, no problem. Go ahead. And then it turned into, you know, twice a year, I'm going to go to Atlantic City by myself. And then, so you know, and then it was something else. And so I'm going to do my friends. And and I think you were okay with it at first. And you were fine with it. Like, yeah, you want to get dinner? You deserve it. Go ahead. You were very, you know, supportive of all of that. And I, I appreciated that. And then, you know, it just got into my mind and it spiraled out of control with like, I deserve more and I deserve more because, you know, at least she gets it. You know, she, she understands and she doesn't do anything. And she, you know, she just, this is pre-podcast, you know? Yeah. So to me, you're a stay-at-home mom. You don't do anything. You just watch the kids. You have five hours to yourself every day and I deserve this. And I deserve, so that's how it kind of spiraled into what I was getting into. And in my mind, it was just, you know, I was drinking and I was, you know, out of control. And it was just like I, you know, telling myself that I deserve it. And that's, that's kind of, I talked about this in the guilt episode. I shouldn't even keep 
going into you know no you whole. can this is a revisiting so yeah please. i guess no yeah. but but th- but that's it. it it's just you know it it was taking advantage of the situation of me wanting some time to myself which i knew you had and i was very envious of that it was more than just taking time to yourself no, 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 was, that's how it started right, right that's how it started right and yeah. i my you know my guilt was always he works so hard he should be able to his father is sick he should be able to you know, he, you know, uh, yeah, I did think to myself, I get some time during the, the day he should be able to and all that stuff. And, and, you know, one of the things that was hard about it was that you would always call me and be like, want to come to dinner with me or you want to go to Atlantic yeah. City with me? You never made it like you wanted to go by yourself. And that was almost like a double edged sword because I was sort of like, of course I want to go. I can't. I don't have anybody to watch the kids. Yeah, but to be honest, it was probably some of it was like, you know, I feel guilt. I have to ask, of course. Yeah, and and like I would want you there, but sometimes, yeah, maybe not. Sure. Yeah, and but but sometimes I I would, and you know, but the other times it was just you know calling you to say, hey, why don't you meet me? Even though I knew you couldn't, right? Just to say it. Okay, but I do want to get into the 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 thick of things because you know, as much as I do feel like. Listen, we got married at, tw- I was, we got engaged at 24, married at 25. We were both young. We were both influenced by a parent, our parents. If you bought the date night question ebook, you know that we had this whole back and forth and tug of war about our parents, uh, you know, what they thought our lives should be. And that's kind of how we lived for a long time. Yeah, we were. If you're doing that, stop right now. We, <laughs> we were very, very immature. 25 year olds no every 25 year old is somewhat immature well, you're saying that because you're 43 no <laughs> i'm not there's none of my no all my friends i guess my friends were mature enough to know that they were not mature enough to get married at 25 people shouldn't get married at 25 get married at 35 don't say that okay. people get married wherever they want to get married but but i do think there is something to be said of we lived our parents existences for too long correct and it fucked us up. Big time. But the guilt episode, we concentrated mostly on my 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. I know we concentrated on other stuff. You know, there was gambling stuff for sure. There was, uh, you know, you leaving the escapism, as you like to call it, uh, for days at <laughs> As a time. I like to call it. Yeah. No, but I used that term because you were using things like alcoholism and gamblers anonymous and like, no, nope, those weren't the things. My, my thing was, I was trying to get mm, away. I was in Atlantic city with you when you went to the back room place where you go and pay off your debts. Yeah, but I paid him. All right. All right keep okay. Going. But, yeah. but still that's a little bit disconcerting to a person who had no idea that we owed any money to uh, there people wasn't in Atlantic city. Mo- All right. Go ahead. Keep going. No, okay. it was not. No, there was no like debt. There was no. I didn't owe money. You paid money no. to a place wrong. in Maybe Atlantic completely City. Wrong, but please. I am not completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. But okay, I'm not even going to go there. Right. We're just going to concentrate on the on the night yes. of my 40th birthday. Correct. Have you not listened to the guilt episode? None of this is going to make any sense to you. So pause it right now <laughs> right. and go back. And look, and there's plenty of other things that we've been through that are just for us. Yes. We're concentrating on this. Yes. And 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 the one of the biggest feedback that I get from from people who listen sometimes is he didn't even cheat on you. Why are you so upset? Okay. First of all, 
well, I don't know that you didn't cheat on me. I will never know for sure that you don't cheat I on know. me. <laughs> I will never 100% know. Okay. And I don't know that you will never 100% know. No, I kind of actually do know now. I oh, told you're, you. oh, you're going to re- the reveal? Yeah, that's the reveal. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but I, I I do sometimes, you know, for you, the ultimate betrayal I know is cheating. Like, I know if I ever yeah. cheated on you, you'd be gone. Uh, yeah, well, I'd have a conversation with you. But and then you'd be gone. Probably. Right. Probably. Okay. And if I ever cheated on you, I'd probably be gone for that too. Which is why I wasn't sure if you would share it with me because I know that that's to you the ultimate betrayal. Yeah. However, I am of the, I feel differently. I am of the opinion of betrayal takes a lot of different forms and there's a lot of gray areas. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Um. And people often ask me, well, if you, when he was, go- when you were going through all that, why did you not cheat on him? And my response to that is because I know he would leave me and I would, we would have had no choice. Like, like that would have been it for you. And a lot of people feel the same. I do not. I feel very much like there are a lot of things that you can do to be betrayed. And I asked on Instagram and a lot of people agree with me. There are a lot of people you know, 80, 90% of people feel betrayed about stuff that have nothing to do with infidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you've felt betrayed by me about stuff too, financially and everything, and that I was spending more than we were earning and all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, betrayal comes in many ways. Absolutely. It's not just about and, cheating. And, and in episode 31, I did not realize that. I realize that now. Um, it's I, taken yeah. time. I know that. Yeah, I know you know that. Yeah. So I, um, I want to know certain things about that night Mm because people say to me, you know, how are you over the anger? I'm not over the anger. And and that's not even anything that's conscious. That's totally subconscious. I sometimes will be driving in the car and all of a sudden I will picture being back in that bed in the hotel and looking over at you sleeping and being like, how the fuck is he sleeping right now when he just lied to my face? How's he having sex with me when he lied to my face? How is he spending six months with me when he lied? Like all of those things when I'm like, people don't get over it. I will never be over it. We will be 90 years old. I won't. Fine. Maybe you. Fine, you will be dead. I will be married to another woman, and I will be sometimes thinking to myself, "How did he do it?" You said another woman. Are you referring to me as a woman? No, I will be married to a woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I will be living my best life. Yeah, you should. Yeah, but 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 really, I think to myself, I, I don't that you know. How do you get over it? I don't. How do you get past it? I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I live. I, I think it is. It is possible to live simultaneously in a world of I love this person, and I see how much he is working at himself, and I'm so impressed with him, and I love to be with him every day. And what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we have to take a break. Oh, you fucking <laughs> bastard! We'll be right back. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. 
Moonpig.com. Okay, so um, so you're ready to hear the big reveal. You bring it. <laughs> Wait, no. Well, I oh. want to go back to that night and just say, you know, a lot of what happened was it was my 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. We will quickly recap. Sure. Uh, we were in New York. You rented this beautiful room, which now I'm like, why the fuck did he waste our money? You rented this beautiful room. We had a for, great time. No, no. I already knew that shit was going down. Like, yeah, you were already not yourself. But we rented this great room. Um, I looked hot as shit. Like, if you don't like me that night, you're never going to like me again in yeah, your life. Yeah, you had a blowout for your hair. Yeah. You had black eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah, you did look hot. Yeah. My boobs were, like, <laughs> popping. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, I will never look that good again in my life. And Why? I'm like, if he didn't like me that night, he will never like me again. But you, we, we went back to the hotel. I went back up to the room waiting for you like to come and fuck my brains out because I had just turned 40 and we were having a great night and I thought it was going to be awesome. Yeah. 11 o'clock came, 12 o'clock came, 1 o'clock came, 2, 3, 4. I finally was about, well, a few times during the night, I was going to call the police. I couldn't get in touch with you by text. I ch- I couldn't get in touch with you like by anything. I finally went to the elevator to try to go downstairs and call the, have them call the police. And you trample out like some, I shouldn't say trample, you suave like some kind of fucking James Dean dude in the 1960s out <laughs> with your jacket over your shoulder. Like, uh, really? Like I was. Oh, yeah. Composed? And then you come into the room and you fall asleep. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he falls asleep. And I'm like, I check your phone. I see that you've been in a strip club. I get an Uber alert that you've been in a strip club. Seven hundred plus dollars, mm-hmm. and you tell me that you met up with someone from your business. Is that true? That is true. Oh, yeah, I did meet up with somebody who, unfortunately, is no longer in business. That, but I called the guy. Is so he, he dead? Like, did you put a hitman on him? <laughs> no. All right. So, all right. Number one, the guy. The <laughs> he's a nice guy, great guy. He, you know, he's in his 60s. So like you had all your best friends in the hotel. They were all down in the lobby still. I went up for you to fuck me. <laughs> I, I literally went upstairs because I was like, no, I want to get fucked by my husband. I, I like, There's no rationale behind any of this. Okay, But I was literally everyone knows downstairs like having drinks. And I was like, no, I'm going to go up to my room now and get fucked by mm-hmm. my husband because he drew me this amazing party and I love him like fleetingly. And then I went upstairs and you never came up to the room. No. Okay. No, never. Okay, Four o'clock in the morning. Go ahead. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I recently called this guy who's no longer I'm doing business with. You sound like he's no longer with us. You know, he's still alive, but you know, he's older than us. You know, he's in his sixties at this point. But um so I called the guy, I was like, listen. We haven't spoken about anything since this happened. I asked you not to discuss anything with me. Like, I didn't even want to know what happened. Wait, what does that mean? I, you, I, after this happened, you after called this him? happened, we well, we spoke because of business only. I was like, so that night you went out with him because mm-hmm. you told me you were into the West Village and you met a bunch of college guys or something. 
And you got yeah. You I don't said, remember any yeah, of that. Yeah, you went to the what to the village. You hung out with a bunch of college guys. They were like, "Oh, I told you that when I got back." Yes, oh, I have no. That was the first thing that you told me. I have no idea what you're talking about because I found the stuff on your phone and I woke you. Okay, so I said what? You I, said I met that some you went to the West guys? Village and you met some guys, some young guys. I don't know if they were college guys, but you met okay. some young guys. Meanwhile, I know the village like the back of my hand because I went to college right. there, and I'm like. What what bar was it? And you couldn't name it, and you didn't know. All right, and, none of that yeah. happened. Don't remember any I of know, that. I know, I know okay, that. Obviously, yeah. Met this guy at this strip club, like I told you. Um, so what happened was, I called the guy recently just to find out what exactly happened. He remembers. Yeah, he does. <laughs> because total recollection of everything. Not to cut you off, and yeah. get bad reviews for this. I'm sure. Yeah, but I. That night I said, to, or no, what the night, the morning that I came to you and said after six months or seven months, it was February, I think, after this had happened in November. Is yes. that right? Yeah, November. Yeah, it happened in November. Uh, I came to you in, I don't know, February, March, and I was like, uh, I- I'm going to hire a private investigator mm-hmm. because I kept asking you what happened and you kept lying to me and I knew you were lying to me. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to hire a private investigator. If I find out it's true, I'm divorcing you. And I really meant it. Um, so in that time frame, you were like, I don't know. Because I said to you, why was there 750 What did you spend, you and one other guy, what did you spend $750 on mm-hmm. in that place? That was an unanswered question. Because to me, that's lap dances and whatever fucking sexual favors you got. A few bottles of... I know that... I know New York. I know New York is super expensive. You're not there for three hours and spend $800 on liquor. I don't give a shit Mm -hmm. how much you're drinking. So my first thought was he had either insane lap dances, like one after the other, or he went in the back and got some kind of rub and tug or whatever you call it. What happened was, so it turned out there's this area in the strip club. There's this VIP area. Like you were talking about this back room, but this is like a party VIP area that you paid to get into that. I guess I paid to get for us to get into. And I ended up passing out on a couch in the strip club. And I don't remember. That's why I don't remember what happened, what we did. I don't remember signing any check. I don't remember leaving. I don't remember walking back to the right. hotel. So you don't know who fucked you, who uh, gave if, you a blowjob. If, who... if I was passed out on a couch and somebody gave me a blowjob, I have no idea about mm-hmm. what happened or how it happened. For $700, I don't know if that was just for the place or that and drinks. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Can mm-hmm. you get a blowjob at a strip club for seven hundred dollars? I'm sure. If true, maybe I did. I don't know. Oh, do I don't, you really not know? I don't think so. <laughs> I have no recollection of that whatsoever. Okay, but I, I I don't know. Like I have I have like vague recollections of like I don't want I don't want to get into specifics about this because I'm really really embarrassed about this. But like the night we went out to dinner in New York, and I passed out at the table having dinner. Oh, when we were at I, the I, 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 don't, I don't want to talk about okay. specifics okay. about it because I'm too okay. embarrassed about it. I have vague recollections about that. I don't remember very much. It's the same situation as that. And by the way, 
This is two times in my life that I've passed out from drinking, being out at night. This is the only two times this ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't, I don't want it to come out there like this is like a reoccurring thing for me. These are the only two times that it ever happened. Right. Can you please? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just want to make sure. That uh, no, that's I know. I don't know. I don't know what happened to you in Atlantic City. I don't know who fucked you in Atlantic City. I don't know what kind of blowjobs you got in Atlantic City. So I'm not going to pretend I do. But when I've been with you, yes, you are usually very able to hold your alcohol except for a few occasions. Yeah. I, I just wanted to mm-hmm. fuck me in Atlantic City. No, I'm, I get fucked by cards in Atlantic City. No, not I, by I don't. I will never fully really? know. Really? Oh, you well. think in Atlantic City that I was like with prostitutes or something? Absolutely. <gasps> okay. That never ha- okay. happens. Okay. <laughs> but I will never. Yeah. But I will never. A hundred. There was a time when I really didn't know what you had done and what you hadn't. And and another thing I was going to say about my therapist was that she recently said to me, do you trust Adam? And I said to her, I trust him now. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that I know everything that went on before. I trust that you are not going to do that again. I really do. I trust that we are at a point in our relationship where you just wouldn't do that. That's but, your respect for me is too much now. Well, it, I mean, the funny part about it is like, I, I would love to go back to Atlantic city right now. Like right now I would go now in this second. But my, 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 my only thoughts are like, I want to go play. I want to go play cards. I want to go play, you know, there's no, like, I'm looking for a prostitute or I'm looking to cheat. Like, for what? I don't what? think you ever were. I yeah. think it, I don't think you were ever looking for a prostitute. I think you were just looking to keep the party going. And whoever you yeah, were with and whatever was no, happening. I was, when I was in Atlantic City, I was by myself. Like, I, like the party going was me and my drink okay. and playing cards. But I don't know what. You, you can't remember certain things. You blacked out at certain things. Not in Atlantic like, City. Like, it was just, like, I really? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've know. blacked out. Twice that I know of, at least, you know, and those were the two times that you know about. I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know. what. Yeah. You, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I will never know. And I will never 100% say no, he did not. Okay. Never, ever, ever. I, I, I wish there was something I could say to There's you. There's not. I, yeah, I know. I get it. Right. Yeah, I understand. There's never, there never is. And, and other things happen in our relationship that make me think that. Mm-hmm. So I. Yeah, but now you. Oh, now going forward, no. Because I, I feel like if you were going to fuck somebody else, I feel like you would just tell me, you'd be like, I want to fuck somebody else. Yeah, why would I even want to fuck somebody know. else? I don't know. I don't know why you wanted ever to do that stuff. Because as much as I was feeling the same way in our relationship, and when that was all going on, I could have very much gone out there and found somebody to have sex with and found somebody to cheat on you with. That's just not how I manifested my anger, mm-hmm. you know? So it was a very different, you know, I, I didn't want to leave our kids. I didn't want them to be angry at me. I didn't want them to suffer from it. And you knew I was going to be there to take care of our kids. Yeah. So you were able to do that. I, when I was angry, I couldn't, that wasn't the way I, I just wouldn't have done that. I've never, you know, people say to me, why didn't you during that time period go out there? You always wanted to be with a woman. Why weren't, why weren't you? Yeah. Why not? Because I, that wasn't as easy for me to, I couldn't black out from it. I would have known. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And we said, one thing I remember in the guilt episode, the first guilt episode, was we said, I live my life differently. I do think as much as I had the same anger as you and I had the same resentment and I was angry at our parents and I was angry at our families and I was angry at everything that had happened, I just couldn't betray you the same way. Right, but is is there any realization to the fact that you want certain things that I can't give you? You know, and... What does that mean? Like, you know... You want to be with a woman at some point. Mm-hmm. Not while I'm alive, right? I mean, unless I say, go ahead and go for it, but you right. probably wouldn't even. Sure, that's, so a, there's that's resent- a huge sacrifice. There's resentment you know, to be married to me because you can't do that. Well, except for the fact that like I went with our, you know, my, one of my best friends last weekend. I went with her for the weekend and we had the most amazing time and we just bonded and we're... And you, the you were so happy for us to do that. Like yeah. that gave me enough. Yeah, I don't but need if to. you could have just, you know, gone back to the room with well, her, well, you don't know that I didn't. I don't. No, I but. kind of would like to know. No, you did not. <laughs> no, I love the partnership we have now. I love the relationship we have now. We did this. This is us. Like okay. we did this. I love everything we are. Me and you, or you and her. No, me and you. <laughs> okay. I love her too. And maybe one day. All right, let's take a break. And then we no, have to there's back. no more breaks. For the episode's no, no, no. over. Oh, no, it's not. I have a ton more. The episode is not over. It's We're so far into the episode. I don't know. This is the guilt episode part two. <laughs> okay. Guilt and Judaism last forever. <laughs> there is no time limit. Guilt and Judaism are one and the same. Correct. Yes. All yes. right, I guess we'll be back again. Oh, we will. Okay. Yes. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I want to talk a little bit about what we did to get past everything. And and like I said, we're not past everything. <clears throat> I don't know that we ever will be. I will Ever? Al- no, I don't know that we ever will be. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. That's What does that mean? No, that that I think about things all the time too. Oh. Like I can never just be like, "Okay, it's done, it's gone, goodbye." Like, no. I think right. about things all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's how life is, right? Like, I have things that I remember about stuff when I was a a, a teenager that I regret that I don't know that I'll ever get over. Like, I just think that's life. But I want to also say, if you are feeling something about your partnership and you're feeling like you've been betrayed and you want to talk about it, then fucking talk about it. Well, that's the whole point. Like, talk. What I'm thinking is that you need to talk about these things like we have throughout this podcast. And, like, that's why, sorry to plug out these date night questions once again, but they are that great because that's what saved our marriage. That's what got us talking. That's what got us communicating about this yes, stuff. Yes, absolutely. But I also think that there is a sense that you can't talk about things that happened in the past and betrayal and there's a time limit. And I 
call bullshit like mm-hmm. I did before. Uh, so I, I think that now moving forward, what I want to say to people is how you can move forward, not mm-hmm. past, but forward. So I have this community. You're somewhat. We have part this community. <laughs> well, I have this. I answer one. emails once in a while. Once in a while. So. I love this community so much. If you are out there and you have uh, an online community, I swear to God, it is as powerful and impactful as a regular real life community. Our Instagram community, I asked, and they're always so open and honest, and I'm so grateful. Have you or your partner gone through some type of betrayal? So has one of you betrayed the other? 75%. No, sixty uh, percent said yes. Okay, so that's not that bad, right? Well, no, but sixty percent. Is this something you've actively dealt with as a means to heal? Wait, you mean that again? Is this something you've actively dealt with? So therapy, talking about it. Wait, so so it. the sixty percent who have had, correct? How many percent of those have acted on it? Right, fifty percent. 65%. All right. So 35% aren't actively dealing with it because they're scared as hell that they'll be that spouse who brought it up and mm-hmm. who, and that breaks my heart. You, you are not that spouse. You are allowed to heal. Um, are you still actively dealing with it? 60% said yes. So yeah, it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, if you answered, if you answered, 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 are you the queen of England? Yes. If you answered no, or that you're still actively healing from it, are you truly okay with moving on? 50% said no. So again, we're not allowed to bring it up. It's not okay. And there have been plenty of times. One of the things I recently said to my therapist is that, listen, I feel like there's so much bandwidth and I need to talk to Adam about you know, the kids' appointments, what's going on with Mia and her evaluation, what's going on with the boys and Ian's ADHD and whatever. If I bring up the past, I'm using that bandwidth on something that's not presently, you know, circumstantial, like that's not really helping us. And that's hard because I need to talk about both. I need to talk about that. Sometimes when I'm up at 3 a.m., And I need to talk about the stuff that's going on with our kids and with us. So both need to exist and be true. And sometimes you need to just be like, I get it. I fucked up. I did this to you. And I need to be able to listen to it. Just like if you're afraid of our finances, which I helped fucked up, fuck up, you need to say, we need, I need help. I need to talk about it. Right. And it's such a touchy situation where, I can't just come to you and say, hey, let's talk about the finance. Like, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be an argument. So it's it, it turns into like a text with an emoji or something right, like that. Right, like seven emojis. To, yeah, but uh-huh. yeah. So there's ways to... Well, you to, did recently say to me with the ebook that did really well and the launch did really well and people are really enjoying it. You did say to me at the same time, don't fuck it up with the credit card bill. Right. Like, right. this is not about paying off credit cards because you wanted to, right. you know, get go to the... Don't a place with the kids or because oh, you wanted Zappos that. for the kids right. or because you wanted like that's right. not what it's for. Yes. We're still working on that. Yeah. Yeah. To be continued. Yeah. I have 
many more examples if you'd like. Okay. Has this betrayal affected your sex life? Almost 70% said yes. Yeah, of course. It makes you, sense. Of course. And I remember that. I remember you like having sex with you and thinking to myself, he's looking me in the eye. There's no way he's lying to me. And you were. And I remember thinking to myself, like, holy shit, that whole time when we were having sex. And we have, like, crazy sex. It's not yeah. just, like... Well, apparently I was having sex in Atlantic City, so it didn't matter what I was doing No, don't do that. That This was something that was, like, I can't believe you were able to do that. That's what scares me, those kinds of lies, that you were able to look me in the eye and be like, I can do this. I can lie to her and still have sex with her, and that's fine. Okay. <laughs> See, and then we won't talk about it until the guilt. Don't talk about whatever three. you want. For, I'll talk about whatever you want. I don't, I don't know what your what the question was there. The question is, how were you able to do that? I don't fucking know. Like, I I have no I have no response. Okay. No. Okay. Like for whatever I was going through at that point, I I have no. I'm not. There's okay. that, no defense. Okay, but no. that's crazy that you were yeah. able. To, okay. Okay. Crazy. Uh. I don't know about you, and I know you listen to a lot of podcasts and everything, but when I'm listening to like a certain book or something, I am fully immersed in it. Like right now I'm listening to We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. I'm obsessed with it. You're laughing. No, I'm laughing, laughing because it. at least you said you listened to a book instead of saying oh. you've read a book. Oh, I want to know about this. I want to <laughs> know if people think Adam said that I'm not we allowed had, to say I read books. We had a huge argument. A huge at like argument. Five o'clock in the morning yes. yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Where you said you were reading this book about blah, 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 blah. But you listen to the audio version of the book. I don't care. I'm don't, reading the no, book. Yo, you don't read a book if you're listening to the book. You're not you don't you're not a reader if you're not reading. You're listening. I can't read because I have to do the dishes. I, and I everything. didn't. I, I don't. Don't give me excuses. You did not yes, read a book. I am a reader. You listen to. A I don't give a shit. Audiobook. No. I am reading. <laughs> we should all be millionaires by Rachel Rogers, and and she is amazing, and she makes me feel so empowered. And she says, like, you have to forgive yourself for what you've been through. So, for instance, I forgive us. We fucked up our finances so badly. I forgive us. Like, it was the best we could do at the time. And your dad was sick, and we were dealing with our parents, and we were dealing with, you know, having toddlers. And it was the best we could do. We couldn't do any better at the time. No, we could have done better. But we, I don't know. No, we couldn't. That right. was who other we, people could have done better. That was who we were at the time. Right. So like, and I'm more proud of us than I am mad. That I know. Mm-hmm. I am more I proud agree. of who we have become. I'm more proud of like what we've grown into than I am angry. I am angry. Don't get me wrong. And there are times when it's not intentional. It just comes back. But I can say with certainty that I'm more proud of us. But Rachel Rogers also says, like, she talks about thought work. And thought work is how we can reframe every thought we have. And it makes us feel completely different. And I have to do this sometimes. Like, I have to, ever since we started the podcast, I'm doing this. So if I'm in a meeting with one of the kids' teachers, and since the pandemic, we haven't been, but before that, sometimes we're in, we have three kids, and they all have different teachers. And sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I get into a, a, a place, sometimes I'm, I'm really good friends with some of them now, but at the time I was like, 
holy shit, like they know I love to be choked (laughs) and I hate anal sex. And I'm going into this, this meeting with our kids teacher what kind of parent do they think I am? And most likely they've listened to our guilt episode because most of America has listened to our <laughs> guilt episode. Do they high five you when you walk in like, hell no, ain't no sex? No, no, no but, 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 so there's two ways you can think of this, Rachel would say. Okay. Same thing with anything in your life that's going on. You can, you can do thought work and say to yourself either, they know I've had anal sex because, you know, that, that's what they know and I'm sharing that and I'm sharing too much of my life and I should feel shame because I have kids and I shouldn't be sharing that or they know I fit anal sex because I'm trying to get other people not to have the traumatic sex experience that I did of having sex without losing like using lubricant so you can reframe it anyway, and when they when you say it like that, when I'm like I'm trying to help other people have a non traumatic experience, it makes sense. Right, trying to help people do it the right way. Yes, or, yeah. like if they're interested, here's the right way to do it, not the way like, I did. I should feel pride in the fact that I am saying this stuff and being vulnerable to try to keep other people from having the same experience I did. Same thing with what we did in the guilt episode. We are trying to make it so that other people feel less alone. We are trying to make it so that other people know that it's okay and you can recover. So it's all in the thought process. And I know that there are people in our town who have just listened to that episode because they want to hear the gossip. Right. But you know what they're saying on their way home? Holy shit, they actually did it. They actually told everything in their life and now they're super liberated and they're living their best lives and they know that they are in charge of their own story and all the stuff that is amazing in the fact of being honest about your story. Mm-hmm. And we did that. Mm-hmm. And I'm damn right. I'm forever grateful to you. I'm forever grateful to us. And I think it's amazing. And I think it's a, a more important than anything we'll ever do. You know what? The one of the best things that's happened to us in the last year. And I uh, listen. I'm talking about the pandemic because for us, this was a growing experience for us. I know a ton of people have suffered loss and you know death and you know all kinds of awful, horrible things. But for us, you know, you know, we, we had to stay home for three months. We were together and I think you got to see things that I do that you didn't think I was helping with. I got to see things that you did that I didn't think you were doing. So it kind of put this mutual respect for the two of us about what we actually do without realizing it. And I think that kind of helped us elevate our relationship and bring an understanding to, oh, maybe they do help more. Or maybe mm-hmm. she does more. Or maybe he does help in this way. Right? Don't you think in the last year we've grown po- possibly because of this pandemic that we may not have seen otherwise? Yeah, both. I think it's been really hard and really uh, eye-opening. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, I also think that people, whether it's a pandemic or not, I think that you have to remember that you're on the same team. Well, that's what I think that we found. At least that worked for us, you know, because when I was home, you know. 
Well, we, the good news is we love to be together. We, we love to be together. And we found like you are, you excel at doing these things and you hate and cannot do certain things. Correct. Same for me. I excel at certain things and I'm great at doing, but I don't do certain. And we found like this boundary or this, you know, this line about how we kind of, what's, what's the word? Balance each other out. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us work. And we found that out through this pandemic, unfortunately, because of so many reasons, but fortunately for us. I just want to tell people that it is okay to simultaneously be angry at what has gone on in your marriage and still feel like you can move past it. I think both things are true. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And I think that's what we've done. Uh, Do I think we've spoken enough about what has gone on? No, I don't. I think that's been fearful of the fact that I thought you were going to constantly resent me for it. But at the same time, we have both done so much work on ourselves. But I don't ever think there will be a time when I will just stop thinking about it. And and I hope that it's something that we can keep open for us. Um, so I think both things can be true. I think you can love your partner and know that you're moving forward and have a plan and think to yourself, what's the couple I want to be and start manifesting that now and start coming up with ways that you can start acting that out. And at the same time, be upset about what's happened. I think both things can happen. And I think we are proof of that. I think we've proven that. And, um, I just hope that people know that there's hope. And, um, yeah, that I think that both things can be true. You can both be upset about what's happened and be really proud of where you are now. We just want to thank you all for listening to our conversation here. And we really hope that this opens up a communication between you and your partner to help you, I guess, just, sorry, communicate with each other to open up have a dialogue, talk about things with each other. Good. All right, guys. Thanks so much. And like I've said it before, buy Doge, buy cheap. Thank you, Di- guys. Buy Doge. Buy Doge. I thought you were going to say buy our date night question ebook. <laughs> no, buy Doge Fuck first. Doge. Buy cheap. It's the, 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 the well, they say cheap no, is the Doge. No, buy color, our but. date night question ebook. Fuck Doge. <laughs> God damn it. I'm trying to get people into this. I know. No. I, said, I was going to do the crypto episode. I've been delaying it. Just I've been too busy. Yeah, it's I know. Gonna, Everyone's it's gonna on happen. the edge of their seats. I know. Some people are. We have yeah, received messages about oh, people who yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah, it. Okay. Okay. By the date night questions. No, we're so honestly, grateful to all of you. They have helped us. They can help you. And we've been hearing. Oh, they have helped people. Helping you yes. so much. Yes. And right. our, they have anecdotes about us too. So it's great. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.